This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. On this loaded episode of Top Shelf, in so many ways, Kelowna Chiefs forward Oliver King is a long way from his hometown of Glasgow in Scotland. Our Emmanuel Sequeira talks with him about making the transition to the North American game. Following a 4-3 KIJHL win at the first ever BCHC Prospects game, we talk with Damon Cunningham from the Sycamus Eagles, Tyler Seminoff from the Nelson Leafs, and PGHL broadcaster John Carlo Nadeau. The North Okanagan Knights are playing exceptional hockey of late, 5-0 in their last five. I talk with their head coach, Liam McConey, and our guest, KIJHL broadcaster, Bob Lepke of the Revelstoke Grizzlies. My name is Byron Conacher. I'm, I'm Bob Lepke, and together we are... The Bob and Byron Show! With Josh. Which yeah. That was good. That was really good. That was, I'm impressed. I didn't even have to warm up my, my throat or anything with that. I wasn't expecting to even do the it whole either, first so. period. I know. On Top I Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, our broadcaster of the week from the Revelstoke Grizzlies, Bob Lepke, part of that incredible team that calls hockey TV for the Revelstoke Grizzlies. How you doing, Bob? I am doing great tonight. Let's talk about your team, uh, not just your team on the ice, but your broadcast team. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, the guys behind the scenes and the guys on the mic. Well, we started off way back in the day when we first got the internet and nobody had any inexperience at all. They asked me to do it. I've never done it before. I got up on the mic and I did a few games and I thought, you know what? I kind of like doing this. <laughs> After a while, I realized I need someone with me. So then I befriended a, a young guy by the name of Byron. Started off just doing smaller things like maybe announcing a goal or announcing a penalty kind of got the, the gist of things so and then one day i just said i gotta go to the bathroom you take over and i walked away <laughs> and and he did it he's been my partner ever since and we call ourselves the bob and byron show if you may have heard us already we played it just leading up into this nice <laughs> i gotta love it gotta love it we have so much fun up there because we'll make jokes back and forth we kind of like to have a lively type of a broadcast not to be too stiff Right, so we kind of loosen up a little bit. Uh, we have fun with the names, you know, our players, but it's all in all in fun. Last year, we got really lucky. We had uh, a guy named Josh from the, he came in to work for the Revelstoke Times Review paper, and he's got a bit of a broadcasting background. So we asked him to come up, and that way now there's three of us. And so the three of us work really, really well together. I'm really proud of these guys. When we return, we're going to be talking about that incredible fan support that you get in Revelstoke, that's coming up later on. McLeod back the other way for another two-on-one. Shot and scores! The Kelowna Chiefs' Oliver King is a long way from home. Last season, he played men's hockey with the Paisley Pirates of the Scottish National League. He tallied 12 points in 18 games. Emmanuel Sequera talks with Oliver King next. There's a shot by Anderson. Knifed away by Bacon. Joseph pinching in. Finds Oliver King, he scores! Wow. Oliver King, first KIJHL goal, Chiefs ahead 2-0. What a return. Ollie King didn't take long to get on the scoreboard in his return to the lineup. I'm joined by Oliver King of the Kelowna Chiefs. Oliver, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Thanks very much. Feel very welcome. 
What was it like for you to score your first KIJHL goals recently? Um, it was definitely a really good feeling. I, I definitely hope to get some sooner, but um, I've been injured for a while, so I've missed the first couple of games this season. Um, but it was definitely a good feeling. Definitely feel like I'm getting in the swing of things and getting more used to the pace of the game, you know. What has it been like for you to adapt to the league and playing in North America? It's a very different style of hockey here as opposed to back home. So the pucks moved a lot faster here, I think. It's definitely a lot more physical. So I think definitely about your hockey smart. Picking your head up when you get the puck, just looks over your shoulder, just small things, but they're really important. And I think they're really crucial to adapting and actually playing here. Tell us about what the hockey is like back in Glasgow. It's quite a small hockey community we've got. There's a pro team and then there's a semi-pro team, which is the team I played for, Paisley Pirates. Um, they're, uh, they're a good team, you know, they really supported me and really helped me in my hockey career and stuff like that. There's a lot of fans back home, especially in and around the Glasgow area, you know, a lot of supportive fans who always come out to the games and stuff like that. but. Overall, like it's it's quite a small hockey community, but they're very close. And what age were you when you started playing hockey? I was around nine years old, I think. How late that is for Canadians, but <laughs> I feel like that's pretty late. Like, how did you become interested in playing hockey? Um, so my dad had played. Um, he played in one of the pro leagues in the UK in uh, the nineties and early two thousands. So he kind of definitely had a big influence on me. You know, he's always taking me out to skate. And, taking me down with my friends skating and stuff like that and then I just kind of grew an interest in it and I remember he took me down to my first practice he bought me a whole load of kit off eBay and it, that just got me started from there I just just loved it ever since. What is something about hockey where you grew up that might surprise people? The level of dedication a lot of guys have back home like it's um, it's quite a small community and People might not take it that seriously because there's not that many people, it's not that large, but a lot of guys put a lot of dedication, time and effort into everything that they do in terms of the hockey. Like teams are run pretty well, like my old team, the coaches and the players, they put in so much effort and so much time and so much dedication and it's really commendable what effort goes into putting the teams together over there. What are things that you like to do to be effective on the ice? Personally, I like to always kind of keep my legs moving, try and be a threat everywhere on the ice. You know, if some guy's got the puck, I'll be going straight in to strip him of it if I can. And if not, just to make him a bit scared for next time, he's not got his head up. Definitely always try and be the fastest player on the ice, always trying to move, always trying to just be in the right areas, you know. What led you to coming to play in the KIJHL and feeling confident that playing in the league and with Kelowna, uh, would help you with your development for the type of player that you want to become? Originally, I'd planned on trying to move into the US for either college hockey or something like that, but my plan didn't really go ahead. And I had heard from one of my other buddies on the team, he had an under-18s team in Edmonton. He had gone in contact with me. His name's Steve McLeod. He'd gone in contact with me for uh, some of my games had been posted on YouTube. He'd taken an interest in me and it's, I really credit him because he's the one who kind of gave me this opportunity. He opened the doors for me really. Um, he got in contact with Jason and I was looking for a team to play and I found Kelowna and it just honestly looked like a great place to play. I'd heard the success they've had in the past and 
I've heard of players developing really well, coming out and moving up through the programs and stuff like that. And I thought that's really something that I could use myself. You know, I just, I definitely think that development is probably one of the things, one of the reasons I came. In what areas do you feel that you're becoming a better player? I'm definitely adapting more to the speed of the game. It's a little bit faster here. So I feel like I'm, I'm picking my head up a lot more and definitely my playmaking's become a lot better, I feel. And just my sense of the game, like, getting into better areas and things like that. I think physically as well, you have to kind of adapt to the physicality of the, this league. I mean, there's a lot of hits flying around, a lot of guys a lot of guys getting blown up nowadays. So you got to just deal with that as it comes. And I think that I've definitely adapt, definitely become better in, in a physical sense than I would have been back home. What are your impressions of the KIJHL? Oh, I love it. It's great so far. I love it. The guys are really nice. You know, it's fast league it's physical there's a lot of skilled guys in here so very challenging to play in i think it's a great league overall well oliver uh thanks for joining me on top shelf the kijhl podcast yeah no problem thank you for having me cody anderson skates the puck out into the summerland zone takes a bump but got the puck in deep steif to it behind the net threw it out front ollie king the glasgow gladiator has his second goal of the game now this is fun hockey here i mean once again the chiefs throwing that puck to the front of the slot ollie king is wide open and again he's not going to miss that gets his second of the night a beauty On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking to one of the voices of the Revelstoke Grizzlies, Bob Lepke. Uh, Bob, can't talk about the Revelstoke Grizzlies without talking about those crazy fans. It's one of the craziest buildings, not only in the KIJHL, but in junior hockey in Western Canada. Talk a little bit about the fans. Well, you know, we've got a great fan base to start with. And then, of course, in uh, late October, early November, we get an influx of Aussies or Kiwis, you know, from Australia and New Zealand. These guys are crazy. Uh, we had guys showed up the other night, you know, I mean, this is late November. It's cold out and he shows up in shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt. It's like, really? <laughs> and he's out there and he's one of the top leaders of the Aussies and and Kiwi guys, they're just amazing. They bring so much uh, electricity and cheering to them. It's just amazing. And they really get the crowd into it. And for whatever reason, a few years ago, like we would play different songs, we you know when the Grizzlies scored. They started to play this one song, and it's not really a hockey song at all. It's just called Hey Baby. The crowd loved it, yeah. and they started to sing it. So we started playing it again and again. And Sure enough, that's exactly what happened is now, hey, baby is our team song when the Grizzlies score. And the announcer can't announce the goal until the crowd quietens down and quits singing the song. They, they sing, they'll sing another verse to it. And it's so loud that the, uh, the announcer has to sit back and say, OK, I got to wait till these guys be quiet so I can announce who scored the goal. You know, we were talking about this before. Uh, I, I do some work with the Campbell River Storm in the VIJHL, and they hosted the Cyclone Taylor Cup a few years ago. So I put together a video package for the Revelstoke Grizzlies, who were KIJHL champions. And yeah. I listened to a lot and watched a lot of broadcasts out of Revelstoke. And half the time, I couldn't hear any of you guys because it was so loud and so absolutely crazy in that building. And you guys are hosting the Cyclone Taylor Cup. And that's one of the things I'll want to talk about a little bit later on when we return. Grizzly's hungry to put that buck in the net again. Here's McPhee. 
Lots of room for a shot. In the there back of the go. net. And the goal was called by my buddy Josh. And he just finished saying the Grizzlies hungry to get back into the net. And sure enough, at 13.49, the uh, Grizzlies first to draw blood. Ooh, ha, I want to know who scored that goal. On Tuesday, the KIJHL prospects defeated the Pacific Junior Hockey League 4-3 in Chilliwack with a gritty, hard-fought effort. In this segment, we'll chat with John Carlo Nadeau, the voice of the North Vancouver Wolfpack, and get his thoughts on the event. Plus, following the game, Emmanuel caught up with Damon Cunningham and Tyler Seminon. Number 19, Braden Sinclair, works its way up to the high zone, shot through and scores! Yeah, goal is going to be given to number 10, Ryan Larson. Flushes him out from in behind the net. Two men go in deep as Chakrabarty turns that one over. Slap shot right in the high slot. In behind him, scores! <laughs> Team KIJHL gets themselves a 2-1 lead. Keenan Ingram from the Columbia Valley Rockies. Ramponi and Seminoff going after him. As spinning around in the neutral zone. To get that one in, scores! Nifty little spinning feed finds the man in transition and a little backhander upstairs, courtesy of Chad Bates, to make it a 3-1 lead. But I think that this is going to be going on for a very long time. Rebound, scores! Off of the draw, the shot for the point, knocked down in front. And Jonathan Ward from Kamloops, B.C., member of the Princeton Posse, gets to work and cleans up the rebound in front of the net to restore the two-goal lead for Team KIJHL. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking with the voice of the North Vancouver Wolfpack, Giancarlo Nadeau. Giancarlo, uh, first of all, congratulations on getting selected to call the uh, first-ever BCHC Prospects game. How did it feel being behind the mic with Ian? Yeah, it was a tremendous opportunity to be able to represent the Pacific Junior Hockey League and working alongside Ian Wilson was something I never did before, but we certainly worked well together, and hopefully the fans are able to enjoy the night. Uh, let's talk about the game. Uh, your impressions of what you saw on Tuesday night? I thought it was a very entertaining game when you have two teams that haven't played each other before, but they're the best of the best. There's two ways that game can go. It could be a super physical game or a super high-scoring game, and the two early goals made it look like it would be a high-scoring game, and the fans were treated to some goals, but I thought overall it was a great night for both teams, good opportunity for the players to present themselves to scouts. Any surprises for you on the play of the night? Not really, no. I uh, thought that both teams did a great job, despite the lack of time that they spent together. You know, the coaches and management only had five weeks to put those two teams together. I thought that they did a phenomenal job. The two teams wanted to win, and I thought they both did a great job of representing the league that they played for. The one thing that struck me from that game was the firepower of the PGHL up front. You look at the stats for those players, and they're just lights out, incredible. So what surprised me most was the ability of the KIJHL to really subdue that I mean, and make it a 4-3 game. Uh, you know, Looking at the players on the ice, it could have been a lot higher than that. Yeah, the KIJHL did a phenomenal job of shutting down the offensive play of the PGHL. The KIJHL players are renowned for playing a 200-foot game, and that's what you saw out there. The PGHL scored the first goal of the game, but other than that, it was a good job by the KIJHL to grab a hold of the thing 
and uh, take it on for the victory. You're the voice of the North Vancouver Wolfpack. Uh, talk about your season. It's been a tough one for you, hasn't it? It hasn't been the easiest season for North Vancouver this year, but we are looking to turn things around here. We're trying to come away with a few more wins before Christmas break. But overall, it's just been a phenomenal season off the ice. Very great to be with the guys again. And I thank the Wolfpack for the opportunity that they give me to broadcast their team and represent the Wolfpack in the community. John Carlo Nadeau is the voice of the North Vancouver Wolfpack. He was also on color at the BCHC Prospects game on Tuesday in Chilliwack. Thank you very much for doing this. Thank you, Mark. And as always, a pleasure speaking with you. Speaking with Tyler Seminoff of the Nelson Leafs. Uh, so Tyler, um, the two days for the the prospects game. Uh, what was the experience like for you? I think it was it was a really good experience. You know, getting this exposure, getting to play against another league, um, getting to meet a lot of new kids from around my own league. It, it was it was really fun, and it was a great experience. What are some of the learning lessons or things that kind of stood out to you that you want to take with you to keep improving? I think, you know, like, learning from different coaches, like, just from within our league and, like, seeing different plays and how everybody, like, plays a little bit differently. And then that game was, it was really fast-paced and a little bit more physical, and it, it was good to play in that game. And, like, how did you feel that you played in the game? Felt like I played pretty good. Learned a lot of things, and going back now, like, I think I can improve my game a little bit more just, like, from what I learned from that game. But, yeah, overall, it was a great game to play in. And then uh, what were some of the things that you liked that you did to help the team win? I think I was pretty like vocal on the bench. You know, I think it was really with the team motivating them, and I think overall this was a team win, and it's uh, it's just it was a great game to play. Uh, being one of the assistant captains on the team, like how did you feel that you did in the, handling that leadership role? It was an absolute honor to be selected as an assistant, and you know, I thought I fit that role pretty well. Like I said, I tried to be as vocal as I could and just motivate the team, get them going every shift, and overall like the team we held together and. We end up winning. Speaking with Damon Cunningham of the Sycamus Eagles. Hey, Damon. So what uh, What were the two days like for the prospects game? What was the experience like for you? I, it was really fun. I, I enjoyed everything. Enjoyed getting to know guys that, you know, I wouldn't usually get to know and that I'll be playing against for the rest of the year. You know, same as the coaches too. And I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was really competitive and just a good time overall. What are some of the big learning lessons that you'll take with you moving forward to help you? Just to have fun. I don't know, the game always seems to slow down and be a little easier when you have fun. And uh, that's what uh, I think we all did today and you know, got, got the result. How did you feel that you played in the game? I thought I played well. Coming in at half is always, always a little bit tricky, but I thought I handled it pretty well. Uh, it was good that we had two minutes there to take, take a couple pucks and get, uh, get the tracking going, but uh, I thought I did well. You know, we, we got the win, and that's all that matters. What were some of the things that you liked that you did in the game to help the team get the win? I thought I communicated well with the guys when the defensemen were coming back, letting them know when there was guys on their back and when there wasn't, and I also think I uh, helped out a little bit playing the puck and, and uh, making making our defensemen's jobs a little bit easier, because uh, the PGA team forechecked pretty hard, and I thought that was uh, was a play that had an impact on the game. Team PJHL with 15 seconds remaining. They have to knock it loose out of the corner. It'll come out. Kent Moore is trying to send it ahead. He gets it to his alternate, Chad Bates. Bates around the outside. He'll be challenged with four seconds remaining. Filippone gets it ahead. Moore's blocked by Filippone. And that will do it.
The first ever BCHC Prospects game comes to a close with a final score of 4-3. Your winners, Team Kootenai International Junior Hockey League. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL Podcast. I'm talking with one of the voices of the Revelstoke Grizzlies, Bob Lepke. And Bob, uh, you know, we talked about how crazy the fans are. Uh, they're going to be even crazier come April as Revelstoke hosts the Cyclone Taylor Cup. How excited are you to be a part of that? I am just thrilled that, you know, Ryan stepped out and got this uh, for Revelstoke. It's, it's a great opportunity to showcase uh, what Revelstoke has. Super stoked for that. I can't wait for for this all to happen. It's going to be so much fun. You know, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and just based on what I've seen in Revelstoke, and I, I've got to make a, a trip sometime this uh, winter to take in one of the games there because from what I've seen on hockey TV, it's just going to be crazy. And you know that Revelstoke is going to host a very, very good Cyclone Taylor Cup. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure uh, Coach Ryan's got all everything all in place. Uh, you know, we've already got our our team dedicated to to the broadcast and looking forward to it and showing other people exactly you know what we're all about. When we return, we'll be talking about this weekend's action for the Revelstoke Grizzlies. They take on Castlegar. We'll talk about that shortly. Minute 35 to go in overtime. Carson Devine. This one off the skates of Simon Boland and Tag Bryson. We'll work it down into the corner. Wald building out here. Austin Cameron want to go for a change. They score. A.T. Walters off the bench. And the North Okanagan Knights win it in overtime. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking with the head coach of the North Okanagan Knights, Liam McConey. Uh, Liam, thank you very much for doing this. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. Let's talk about the play of your team leading into Week 10. Uh, of late, the Knights playing very, very good hockey. Talk about the play of your team. Well, I think the biggest thing is that we've really worked on our consistency and, and showing up every night. Our compete level has been really good. We've made adjustments in games, you know, in practice time as well. And we've really tried to push our group as hard as we can to to squeeze the most out of them. And they've they've responded really well to constructive criticism. And, you know, when, when we give them pats on the back too, they've been, they've been a really good group to work with. So I can't give enough credit to the players. You're playing in a very difficult uh, Bill O'Housen division. Uh, talk about the division this season. There's a bit of a log jam. Uh, three of the teams really tight together and, uh, you know, anybody can come out of this division. Yeah, hundred percent. We've kind of found that over the last few years is like our division is, is always a dog fight. Up to this point, we've only played each divisional team once or twice and really haven't seen too much of them. But leading into this week, we have three big divisional games. And obviously with us, Summerland, and Soyuz so tight together, it's it's going to be a really tough battle all year. That must tell you some good things about your uh, program when you're doing well, uh, when you really haven't had that many divisional games this season. Yeah, I think we've done a pretty good job of staying focused on our own game and not worrying too much about the opponent. Um, We've really bought into, you know, the only opponent that we're playing against tonight is ourselves, and we're going to hold ourselves to the highest standard possible rather than whether or not we're playing a stronger team or a team who's lower in the standings. It, It really makes no difference to us, and we've really tried to preach that to our group, so... Um, again, just credit to the players to stay in focused and stay on task with what we need to do to play well and, and collect some points. 
when I look at uh, your roster and I look at the stats from your roster, I see a team that uh, that plays as a team. Uh, you know, we we sometimes get I think stuck on who's the leading scorer on a team. Often it's the role players that really make a difference. Uh, talk a little bit about your team and, and some of the guys that maybe don't get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, 100%. A big part of our group and, and what's given us so much success is our ability to kill penalties. So I can't give enough credit to our, our PK unit. Colin Cozine, who we acquired from Revelstoke in the offseason, has been a huge piece of our team. Obviously, Matthew Johnson, whose two-way play is, I would put him among the best in the league. Even our even our first year players like Richard Burden, Adam Zimmerman, I really can't give those guys enough credit for for buying into playing solid defensive hockey and just playing the way they need to play to keep it simple and and allow our more experienced and goal scoring and point getting players to go and do their job as well. A little bit about you, Coach. Uh, what got you into to coaching? What uh, what gave you the uh, coaching bug? I actually started as a goaltending coach for the Knights in 2016, 2017, eventually transitioning to assistant coach. And then obviously over the last two years, now I'm the, the head coach. And it's been an interesting ride working with two, maybe three goalies on the team to then working with the defense core and, and now obviously working with a full group. There's a lot of differences in each job and in each role. But again, I can't give enough credit to both the players and to head coaches who I've worked under, as well as now my assistant coaches who are helping me out. So there's been a lot to it. And I'm just excited for the opportunity that I have this year with the Knights. Yeah, as mentioned before, you're in a very tough division. Uh, what do the Knights have to do to be successful this season? I think just stick to our game plan and not worry too much about the team that we're playing. We have a really good group. We have a skilled group. I've I've described our team as almost a group of chameleons where we can play a skilled game, we can play a more gritty physical game, um, we can defend. So I'm... I'm really excited about our team. I think we have a lot of potential and a lot to work with here. Liam McConey is the head coach of the North Okanagan Knights. Thank you very much for doing this, Coach. Thanks a lot, Mark. Appreciate it. Once again, on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking with Bob Lepke, one of the voices of the Revelstoke Grizzlies. Bob, big game this weekend, just one game this week for the Revelstoke Grizzlies. They host Castlegar, and that's one of those dangerous games for a team that's sitting in first place. What do you think that the... uh, Revelstoke Grizzlies have to do to be successful against the Rebels this coming Saturday? One of the key things they need to remember is any given Sunday, you know, any given team can beat any given other team. And that's exactly what the Castlegar Rebels will be looking to do is to come in. We're on, we're on a five-game winning streak right now. We've got a, a pretty good record with only one loss in regular time. They're going to come in and they've got nothing to lose. So they want to come out with all guns slinging, so to speak and put their very best game on on the line. We try to focus as a top team and to go out there and bring your A game. Don't don't put it in your back pocket and wait for, you know, a number 2 or number 3 team to play. Like you got to win these games and we got to keep focused and get out there and, and play the game that we know that we can win. Well, Bob, my opportunity here to say thank you to you, Byron, and Josh for the great job you do on Hockey TV. And I know for one, I'm looking forward to Saturday's broadcast, Castlegar at Revelstoke. It's a 7 o'clock start on Hockey TV. Thank you very much for doing this. It's been my pleasure. Looking forward to it. Just remember, go Grizzlies, go. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. 
Our thanks this week to broadcasters Bob Lepke, John Carlo Nadeau, Ian Wilson, Byron Conacher, Tim Hogg, Jaden Wozni, and Justin McCartney. KIJHL Communications Director Emmanuel Sequera. North Okanagan Knights Head Coach Liam McConey. Oliver King from the Kelowna Chiefs. Tyler Semenov from the Nelson Leafs. And Damon Cunningham from the Sycamus Eagles. As always, a big thank you to Hockey TV. This week, we'd like to add a few more thank yous to the PJHL and For the Win Media, who put out a top-level presentation on Hockey TV last Tuesday. Finally, to the players, coaches, and folks behind the scenes, the KIJHL prospects represented themselves, their families, and their home teams well this past week. Thank you. I'm Mark Berry. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We're back here in seven days. <laughs>